All right, we're getting a thumbs up, and it looks like we're live again. We are on lesson number two, Death in a Sinful World. Welcome, everybody, who's joining us this morning. And uh, we have our regular cast with us this morning. How you doing, Lisa? I'm doing good. You feeling uh, you feeling witty and 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 jumpy and all of those usual things? I don't know. <laughs> How about you, Ricky? How you feeling? I uh, I feel. I feel tired, but I'm glad to be here. Been a long week, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been a very long week. And we'd like to give a shout out to Bertha. She's in the background. She's working furiously back there, making sure everything's going well with the with the uh, with the broadcast today. And and we have Paul with us again, yeah, Paul. Yeah, Mr. Oh, yeah, Paul. Thank you for having me, Paul here. Eastfold, all the way from Ennis with one minute to spare. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we managed. Might have been a half minute. Actually. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. Get right up on the mic there, Paul. And uh, yeah, we, we we managed to get right on time here, and um, we're we're still trying to adjust our microphones and get everything kind of dialed in. And but uh, but we're here, and that's the important thing. So. Um, what a great lesson. And, uh, you know, we're just going to hand it right over to Paul. We're going to get started on this thing. And Sounds good to me. Yeah. No. Want to open with the word of prayer? Yes, yes. Yeah, Let's get opened up with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, uh, thank you for bringing us together, Lord. And uh, we just pray that you be with Paul, our speaker, and may your words be the words in his mouth and in our mouth, my Lord. And may your spirit lead us and guide us, Lord. And, uh, and guide all those listeners as well, Lord. Um, Help us to draw closer together in your word, in your truth, in your love, Lord. And uh, help our eyes to be open to the deceptions of Satan, because there's many out there, Lord. And uh, we ask this, if it be your will, Father, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Amen. Amen. Sounds good. Amen. Okay, as Carrie mentioned, uh, we're on lesson two of this quarter, and uh, the title is Death in a Sinful World. Um the fall of man, basically. Um, what uh, causes uh, sin? Let's just start out with a basic concept. What causes sin? I've always thought like the causation of sin was the, uh, well, let me rephrase that. that. Faith is the opposite of the causation of sin. Mm -hmm. Because you know how we're supposed to, you know, act out in faith. It's almost like an action before the thought or the emotion catches up, whereas sin is the exact opposite. It's conceived in our emotional aspect of our mind, almost, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How about you, Lisa? Um, going against God's principle. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm with that. Against God's law, against mm -hmm. His obey, anything that is against what God commands. Mm -hmm. It's interesting that, uh, you know, out of nowhere, Eve runs into sin mm -hmm. in, in, in our lesson. And uh, she didn't quite know what to do with it. Uh, there's some uh, discussion that has uh, been put into the lesson and has been discussed uh, for years and years and years as to, you know, why did she actually uh, uh, bite on Satan's lives? And took them in, ha having been a perfect person for who knows how long. Yeah, that's that's a, always been a curious thing. But you know, of course, you know Adam and Eve, they had never seen a lie, much like the angels, right? I mean, they were they didn't know what a lie was. They just took it for face value that everybody told the truth. And so when Satan approached her, um, or well, she approached Satan. I mean, she was told not to eat from the tree in the first place from God. So that. You know, that was a big test. She was beguiled 
That's right. With she was. flattery. Flattery was one of them that mm-hmm. he used, and uh, wisdom. Surely you'll, you'll know, you won't die. Would God kill you? Really? I mean, yeah. yeah he 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 made her question God mm-hmm. and His purpose. Did he say that you were, are not to eat of any of the trees in the garden? Yeah, I like that. Any. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it kind of changes the whole the whole gist of the thing. Okay, so uh, sin and death, uh, all these things just um, hit them broadside, and uh, unfortunately, we've been under 6,000 years of um, dread from that, but let's go ahead and uh, look at our memory text and see what we can gather there. Um, somebody looked that up, Romans five twelve. Therefore, just as though one man, sin entered the world, the death through sin, and thus Death spread to all men because all sinned. Mm. Can you think of anyone who never sinned? Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, praise the Lord for that. <laughs> and, and quite a few of the angels. <laughs> yeah. But Jesus yeah. chiefly was the only one that lived on this earth that hadn't sinned. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. How about Enoch? The, he went straight to heaven. He didn't have to die. Did, did he sin? Yes. Sure well, the Bible did. says that all have sinned and fallen short yeah, of the glory yeah. of God, but... He um, walked with God. He walked with God, so he was an overcomer, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. guess what you'd call an overcomer. And Elijah had to be an overcomer, too, because he was translated as well. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and you know, so... So there's hope. <laughs> there's hope for that us is a, That is a great hope, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, Lucifer was uh, envious uh, as Jesus and his father were making uh, this planet and uh, us... Why do you think he was envious about that? He was the highest angel in heaven, had everything. What was the deal that uh, he actually got envious about something that he wasn't involved with? He wanted to be as the most high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Was he wasn't, he wasn't, he, he didn't understand why Jesus could be in and he couldn't mm-hmm. when God had honored yeah. him with favor and you know, being the highest angel and everything, it's like, why am I not in the mm-hmm. in what the meeting room in or the whatever? elite? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, what's uh, the the name Lucifer mean? I think it's son of the light, right? Illuminate, 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 illuminate. The light bearer, yeah. the, light the light bearer, bearer. yeah. Because I know in Spanish it's lose, in some languages it's loose, l u c. So that would be well and. And what do we call uh, like when we're when we purchase the lights? They have how many lumens mm-hmm. are in oh, there? So huh. the words are all very similar for light. Mm. Okay, okay. Yeah. There's a uh, paragraph in the uh, first uh, Sabbath lesson uh, reading. Excuse me of this lesson. Let me read that for us. Uh, having been cast out of heaven, Satan decided to destroy the happiness of Adam and Eve on earth, and thereby cause grief in heaven. Hmm. What was the logic behind that for Satan? Why did he do that? What was the question again? I'm sorry. This is basically, um, Satan decided to destroy the happiness of Adam and Eve. It's interesting that oh, yeah. he went after oh, happiness. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. He, he wanted him and his angels to have hope. You know what I mean? Of salvation. They were cast out of heaven. And God, they knew that God would make a plan. If he could get them to sin, he knew that God could make a plan to redeem them. Then he could use that against God, saying, well, you redeemed them. 
you can redeem us too. Yeah, he thought he could piggyback on that. Yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, exactly. God's God's um, prize um, uh, accomplishment. No, no creation. Mm-hmm. His prize creation, the one that was created in, in God's own image. Yeah, if he could get them to sin, then he's got he's got a way out. Yeah, because he he knows he knew the character of God, mm-hmm. and he knows God's love. And he knew he was kicked out, him and the holy angels. They want to go back to heaven. They but, want. <laughs> but here's the interesting part. Satan had a way out, yeah. but he didn't want it. He didn't want that way out. He didn't want to, because we, we read in, um, uh, it was it Patriarchs and Prophets and also the Great Controversy where uh, it was Satan that had the opportunity to repent. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it said Plenty he nearly did yeah. at one point. Mm-hmm. But somehow or another, he retracted that. But now he wants to hold on to his sin and remain um, defiant. Uh, remain defiant and, and not change. Yeah. And I mean, hum, you know, we as humans, we have the same tendencies, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it says in our lesson that uh, he wanted to cause grief in heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why, why, why would he want to do that? He's just angry. He's angry. And he's, at this time, I think the psychotic behavior of Lucifer, who would be renamed the devil, was starting to show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, that breakdown of his mental uh, capacity, you know, his his yeah. great intellect was beginning to falter. You know, it only takes one bad apple to spoil the whole barrel of apples. Yeah. You know, and it's 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 just how it is. And you can get a bad daughter-in-law, you can get a bad son-in-law, you can get a, you know, bad family member who can... Just break the whole family yeah, apart. Yeah, just break it all apart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's, that's you know, satanic... Uh, <laughs> Delusion. Delusion. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, Satan has got uh, his plan in place to uh, try to get back into heaven. And uh, in the meantime, he's going to cause grief yeah. as much as possible. You know, try to get back at, at God for uh, throwing him out of heaven. And that had been done before this story even happens. But um, fully aware of Satan's strategy, God warned Adam and Eve not to expose themselves to temptation. How can we piggyback on that for us here on this planet at this time? Don't put ourselves in bad situations. (laughs) Do we tend to do that? Like what? Well, um, that's interesting. Yeah, we, we like to see how close we can get to the edge. And then we wonder why, you know, we've fallen into sin. And it's kind of like, um, you know, if you have a problem with going to nightclubs, you shouldn't be driving by nightclubs exactly. at nighttime. Exactly. You know, when the music's exactly. thumping and, the, and everything's, you know, looks exciting and stuff. I mean, if you got a problem with gambling, you know, you have to, what did Jesus say? If the eye offends he, cut it out. You know, I don't think he's meaning to, like, literally mutilate ourselves, but the message is clear there that, you know, whatever is causing sin, you know, when we when you go to, like, Narcotics Anonymous or Alcoholics Anonymous, you, you learn what triggers are and you learn how to stay away from triggers, you know. Like, if you're trying to quit smoking, it's probably a good idea that we should, you know, that, that you should quit coffee, too, because coffee can be a trigger to wanting that cigarette, you know. And so... Mm-hmm. Drinking beer. And, and then the cigarette's the trigger to drink the beer. And then, you know, and so that's sort of how it works. And people. And the people, the certain people, friends, influences. I mm-hmm. mean, there's all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if we were pulling our eyes out, none of us would be able to see. 
Be, well, probably be a lot better off without our eyes, Lisa. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. I mean, I know how to problem with lust. I mean, I'll admit it. You know, I, I see something unattractive. I want to look and stuff. And uh, I find if you look, it just it's not good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes you can't help it. But uh, the best thing is, is this is what I do. I, I turn and I just just keep on walking straight. Like yeah. the other way. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and I think most men suffer with that because we're visual creatures. God's created us to be that way, and but you know to be able to sanctify it and use it for the glory of God and and to be single minded and single, you know, our eyes be single upon yeah. our wives and stuff. Because and, Satan's going to use that's everything. A, that's a real struggle for men. Mm-hmm. It really is, and and so when we're you know when we're looking around at first glance, oh yeah, beautiful woman. Yeah, you have to like. Yeah, you, yeah, force your you, neck to go you the have other to way. force it, yeah. And and so that breaks that that's what's the next logical step. Yeah. You know, is mm-hmm. is that lust to start to develop in your then, mind. Yes, yes, and it develops in your mind. And and and, and, and with time that gets easier. Yep, because it you does. become old. Yeah. <laughs> no, not because you come old. <laughs> <laughs> well, with too old to care. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so fully aware of Satan's strategy, God warned Adam and Eve not to expose themselves to temptation. This means that even when the world was still perfect and blameless, there were already clear restrictions, clear restrictions for human beings to follow. What do you think Satan says about that about this time? Uh, about the clear restrictions. Well, yes. I, I I think he's he's saying that that is oppressive, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Now, he didn't like the idea that he couldn't follow his own plan. He wanted to be, you know, God, and he wanted to be in charge of the agenda. Mm-hmm. But uh, God has uh, his business in the in the universe because he created it, and so he. Told Adam and Eve, this guy that's down here with you, uh, Satan, he, you don't want to do this, this, and this, and and don't don't try to follow his lies. But uh, I'm sure that uh, they were very well briefed. Let's go to um, Sunday's lesson, and I've kind of uh, underlined the bottom line. I'm a pathologist, so I always look at the bottom line: is it cancer? Is it not cancer? But in this case. Uh, I thought the ter- the, the uh, statement, you can eat of all the trees, but not that one. What does that do to you right now? That makes me want to eat from that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah but, isn't it weird? But, but we're rebellious, though. We have no idea. We've never lived sinless. We don't know. Yes, that's our first intentions, but... Yeah, what was hers? Yeah. Yeah, she did not have a sinful nature at that time, yeah. so... Well, okay, so we also read in the spirit of prophecy that it was not her that, well, I don't know if she said it like this, but but it, it, it was almost like it wasn't her that caused the fall of mankind. It was Adam for this reason, because Adam knowingly ate the fruit. He was she not, was deceived. She was deceived. So, so there's an element there that was redeemable in that act. Of her, of her being deceived. But Adam, on the other hand, he was going to eat the fruit to try and s- somehow in his thinking save her instead he, of letting God deal with her. He didn't want her to be taken from him. 
Yeah, the, well, yeah, the, that's yeah. what Ellen White says. He didn't want to think of life without her, mm-hmm. but then, uh, so he thought, you know, that's her faith. It's my faith. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't realize that God could have made a a plan to rescue. So there you have he it. He would have made a plan. He would have made a plan. Adam was the one that, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we always hear it's Eve, but it's Adam. It, it truly well, is well, Adam. Well, well she, <laughs> she deceived him as well. I mean, it does say that she deceived, gave to her husband, and he did eat as well. You know, I, I wanted to read this. I, I've been jotting down some stuff, and and I was um, reading about the lyre bird, and it's L-Y-R-E bird in Australia. It's a mimicker. It um, makes artificial sounds from all around the environment. So it's a deceiver. Hmm. And it it does car alarms and um, jackhammers hmm. and all, all kinds of uh, city noises. Huh. Um, and then everyone's looking around thinking, you know. <laughs> What is that? There's birds messing. <laughs> <laughs> but there's animals out there that uh, deceive. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Mm. I wonder what Satan was sounding like in the snake when mm-hmm. he was doing that. Wasn't mm-hmm. the snake beautiful with wings and effervescent? Well, and it, it, it didn't look like it looks now. No. It might have looked like a like one of those. I, I don't know. Here, yeah, I know it's hard. We can't imagine, but it was dazzling. A snake with wings is a dragon, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Uh, the title of this uh, uh, Sunday's lesson is "Statements in Tension," and I didn't realize it before. It um, when God was uh, warning them in the day that you eat thereof the fruit that the forbidden fruit, you will die. And there's two ways of taking that. Uh, either you die immediately in that day, or death will be uh, commuted to you sometime in the future. You will die in the future. What, what kind of confusion does that put in anybody's understanding of this story? Any at all? Yeah, that's, a, that's kind of like a big one a lot of people ask, huh? Because God did say, in the day that you eat thereof, you will die. But a thousand years to us is as one day with God. Yeah. And no one lived to be over a thousand years. They lived to be 900 and something, but never a thousand. Nobody's ever made it to that 1,000 years. Mm-hmm. And so that's one reckoning of it. The other one is, is they <clears throat> they died spiritually that day. And they probably died well, physically as well, well. They lost their eternal, well, did they have eternal life? I mean, they they weren't going to die prior to that. They could have kept eating from the tree of life and just kept on going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, so Eve is watching this uh, beautiful snake, uh, Satan in disguise, and um, they're talking about the fruit and that uh, she's been forbidden to eat it. And she looks at him and he's happily chowing down on this fruit and it doesn't do anything to him. Yeah, look at me. I'm still here. I'm not dead yet. Yeah, what does that do with, uh, you know, Eve, who is naive to sin and deception and all that? Yeah, that deceived her. Uh, you know, and we see, like, a, a lot of the same kind of dynamics nowadays, don't we? Yeah. Because your parents will tell you, oh, don't do drugs. You know, you'll wind up, you know, like this over here. Well, if, you know, you see other people doing drugs, and they, they, they're like the coolest kids in school, or they're... they're that, you know, they got it going on or something. Uh, all some the girls way. like him. <laughs> all, yeah, yeah, right. they got everything. You know, so I, I don't see anything bad with drugs now, you know. I uh, uh, I ate a mushroom earlier this year, 
and um, where I come, <laughs> where I come, you, you are just with what it a, today. What you? a thing to spring off of! <laughs> it, but it tasted good. <laughs> it's coming out, <laughs> and it smelled good, and it tasted good. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, how many people have eaten poisonous? You know, mushrooms, mm-hmm. and then uh, they fail and they die. I mean... She literally, yeah. we're walking down this path. <laughs> she literally sees this mushroom and picks it up, sniffs it, and pops it in her mouth. <laughs> and I'm like... And she didn't think it was the funny kind, though, right? No, no. no. She I didn't think it was, it was the funny kind, oh, but okay. that's what she made it sound like. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I had a mushroom earlier this week. <laughs> this year. Put on my dark glasses and took a couple of chokes. <laughs> wow. wow, man. Well, anyways, it, it's just deceiving. You never know. Oh, my goodness. And, and I kind of lost where we were because I had a, a question or an answer. Well, there was uh, two ways of uh, trying to understand what Satan was saying. While he's eating oh, the yeah. fruit. Oh. Yeah. He, while he's eating the fruit. Okay. And this was uh, a serpent, a flying, you know, creature that didn't speak, but he's eating it. He's not dying. And apparently it's giving him wisdom because he can speak. I mean, there's power in the fruit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. So there's power in the fruit, right? Yeah, that's what it sure looks like. It's opening up your yeah. mind, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at what I can do. I yeah. can speak. Couldn't speak before. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, at this point, she uh, didn't remember what God told her. Don't wander away from Adam. And she had already wandered away from him. Uh, Found herself in a situation where God knew that Satan would lie and that she would probably be, you know, beguiled. So she's she's walking down that road. Do we do that these days? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we take things too lightly. Yes. When we're given warnings, we just flippantly regard the warning as, you know, with this carefree attitude. Mm-hmm. A willingness, almost a wanting to do it. Yeah, how does the Bible say that the the wicked just, they, uh, how does it say that? They, they, they run to destruction. You know, yeah, they're yeah. fit. They're sweeter, or they're they're, they're, they're swift to they're, their feet are swift to run to destruction or something to that. Yeah, the, the sin to iniquity to whatever mm-hmm. they're doing. That the, yeah. Yep. Yep. I can't quote it either, but I yeah. know what you're talking about. Well, we're carrying on the uh, thing that uh, Eve did. Um, down here it says Eve ignored three basic principles during this uh, conflict. Uh, number one was human reason is not always the safest way to evaluate spiritual matters. Uh, how does that work? It's like you try to justify what you're doing, even though you know it's wrong. Mm. Yeah. And then uh, the Word of God can appear to be illogical and senseless to us, but it is always right and trustworthy. What was uh, the, uh, you know, Eve forgot that, and what happened? Yeah, she wound up... I mean, participating in the in the one of the worst calamities the world's plural have ever seen, mm-hmm. and it, it was supposed to be uh, uh, something to make you know good and evil and be like the gods. You yeah, know? he spun that in a good way, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. She bit on that one hard. Yeah, this this yeah the whole idea of knowing good and evil was supposed it sounded good. What you mean? I don't already know good and evil. I know I got to have this. Yeah. But it's but it's the same thing with drugs or, or music or any of the any of the things that attack our senses today. 
mm-hmm. you know, or certain foods or, you know, mm-hmm. all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think it made her question God, question his authority and stuff. Oh, he's he's keeping something from us. He don't want us to have this mm-hmm. because he's afraid. Mm-hmm. Which brings the number three here of the uh, basic principles that uh, Eve ignored. Uh, there are things that are not evil or wrong in themselves, but God has chosen them as Tests of Of obedience. obedience. How many times in your life have you been tested Mm -hmm. for your spiritual obedience? Countless. Every day. Probably more than we could number for sure. Especially in the world the way it is these days. Mm. So I wanted to read another thing because I'm I'm into the unusual. So Antarctic is bigger than the Gobi Desert, the Arabian Desert, the Sahara Desert. It has no moisture. It doesn't snow or rain there. It's just a ice. And it's two and a half miles thick. But at one wow. time, it used to be a tropical paradise. Mm. So that's how much the earth and the world has changed. Definitely not the same place. No. Yeah, we are not in uh, Kansas anymore. No. <laughs> no, we're not in Kansas anymore, Toto. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to Monday. Um, deceived by the serpent, and he continues to do that. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, uh, if you give him one second in your mind, he'll take it and turn you against God and against his ways. Um, and kill you <laughs> right and, after you. Uh, that's where it's going. he'll do that too. That's yeah. where it's going. Yeah. Somebody want to read Genesis 3, 1 through 7 on the topic deceived by the serpent? Sure. I got it right here. It's um Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made and he said to the woman, "Has God indeed said, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden?" And the woman said to the serpent, "We may eat the fruit." Hey, I got to load the full version. <clears throat> uh we may eat the fruit of the tree of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God had said, You shall not eat it, nor shall ye touch it, lest ye die. Hmm. Deception. I put a bottom line, the pathologist's bottom line diagnosis here. <laughs> lies, half lies, and blatant lies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I tell you, you know, she didn't have a chance. I mean, she hadn't heard lies before. No. You know, all of a sudden she's getting blasted by this logical progression of lies. <laughs> sucked her right in. And I think that's one of the reasons why uh, God said, uh, don't leave St. Adam sighed. Well, because what what would they have done if Adam and her were there at the same time that uh, Satan was there? Adam this? would most certainly have, have, stopped her. have stopped her from even going near it, I'm sure. Or they would have reasoned, oh, this is the one that God was talking about. This is the one this that was... This is the one, yeah. yeah. And Adam probably might have reminded her, you know, but this is that flipping attitude that they must have had, that they didn't take it serious enough, yeah. you know, that Adam should have never left her side. He should have never left her alone. And... And he should have perhaps instilled in her a little bit more emphasis on not going near that tree, mm-hmm. you know, because it said that Adam did know, you know, Adam was aware of the dangers of this thing. He knew what Eve did was, he, yeah, yeah, wrong. yeah, after she had done it. I mean, he could look at her and tell, you know. Well, he might not have because Ellen White says, you know, how he she uh, probably looked more, 
you know, she ate it and nothing bad happened. And she actually looks more attractive than she did before. He, she said that he was, you know, like, well, maybe, you know, she's not dead. She's still there. That well, he questioned in and, his mind after seeing her. And didn't she also mention something about how uh, she experienced like a euphoria? Yeah, yeah, like, where they almost thought, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, what, like, like this, um, you know, some kind of an adrenaline type response that the body had for, for disobeying God. Well, you well, know, the, they, which they, we often get as yeah, well. They, yeah, they, they were yeah. looking for the experience of they're, they're reaching a higher level because they actually they were expecting that. Hmm. Amazing what uh, That's right. Lucifer, Satan, the uh, what is this? Satan is the um, not the defiant one, but the the deceiver. The deceiver. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So Eve's curiosity led her. Onto the enchanted ground of Satan. There she was forced to decide either to remain faithful to God's restraining command or to embrace Satan's seductive allurements. Doubting God's word, she used her own senses. Do we do that? Yes. And why? Especially as Christians, when Satan can still break through our armor... Why do we let him do that? Yeah, I don't get it. And I don't know. I are... think I think people are following their heart. <laughs> oh my gosh, I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> That's true. The, and we're told to nature. follow our heart. Yeah, yeah. Well, we but know heart your heart was deceiving, yeah, and we mm-hmm. can't follow the. We have to follow the word of God. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and churches are teaching this emotional response as well. You know. Um, even Adventist churches, you'll go to some Advent, I'll I'll pick on Adventist churches, okay? I'm not going to even start on other churches, but you'll go to some churches and they'll have the music loud and the drums beating and the guitars going. I've been to churches like this. Mm -hmm. He sent me there. And uh, No, no, no. I'm talking about the Adventist (laughs) church there in in San Luis Obispo. We walked over, you know, we walked in, it was packed. Mm -hmm. It was standing room only. I mean, there was no room in this church. But the rock band was going. The youth pastor had long hair, was draped over his face like in a rock band. He was moving his head like this. Wow. There was a lady up there. She had a, let's just say, she had just a sheer t-shirt on. My boys were With no bra. And she was banging on the tambourines. And, you know, everybody was fixed on her. Wow. And this, this was worship. It was like this big emotional. And I've seen everything from that down. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, but these emotional responses is not what God's asking for. He's asking for an intellectual response from us. Exactly. And bring back the old ways. He yeah. wants the old ways, how, not the new ways. How do we know yeah. you're saved? Well, you'll feel it. You'll feel that you're saved. Mm-hmm. I'm let, mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. There, there was this lady I was trying to tell about the Sabbath and stuff, and she goes, well, we, we were going through the Bible a little bit, you know. She goes, well, I was led by the Spirit. The Spirit told me to go to this one church, and the Spirit, you know, told me. And I'm like, well, let's look at the Word of God. And it was on the Sabbath truth, and I was pointing out to her where, you know, the Sabbath is binding, where it matters and all that. Then she wouldn't look at the Bible anymore. And she goes, no, I- I'm led by the Spirit. And I'm like, aren't we supposed to test the spirits? Because there are many spirits out there by the Word. She wouldn't even open up the word after that. She's like, nope, nope, I'm led by the Spirit. Wouldn't even look. Dangerous, dangerous. It's scary and it's sad. Yep. We got to be praying every day. We got to be looking to God for our armor that we're supposed to put on every day. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, passing on those uh, means that uh, we can use to stay away from Satan. And, uh, you know, he opens his mouth and a lie comes out. That's the father of lies. Yeah. And that's, I think, maybe one of the things that God, you know, uh, forbeared long with him in heaven after uh, he started his um, defiance. And uh, when God was talking to him, I imagine this, I'm not, I can't quote a, a place that you can read this, but uh, Satan opens his mouth and God says, here it comes again. <laughs> you know, lies, lies, lies over and over, and that's all you get. Mm, yeah. Uh, does that remind you of somebody's government these days? Jeez, uh, reminds me of the media. media. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. Yeah. Everything out there right now is a lie, it you, seems like. You can't believe every anything. Every single watch. thing they say is a lie. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and they learn from the master of lies. Yeah. You know, and I wonder, uh, they've got a lot of uh, Satanism going on in the world now, and Church of Satan. And all mm. that stuff. Well, then even said that Satan will pose as an angel of light. Yeah. So he's going to pose as a Christian, not even the not even you know of the black Satan Church. It's going to be he's going to look righteous. Well, there was a there was a. Do you guys ever watch some of the old uh, Amazing Discovery stuff? Mm-hmm. There was a guy on there, and his last name was Clements. I can't remember his first name. He was being prepped, and and. And groomed to become the head of the IBM Corporation, so he was way high up in the corporate ladder. It was he said it was all satanic worship. Mm, it was, sure. That's all it was. And so these these heads of these superpower corporations are all devoted to Luciferianism, mm-hmm. and well, because you know they probably sold their souls. Satan he offered Jesus, you know, when they. When he did that 40 days of fast and he went into the wilderness, mm-hmm. he says, all these kingdoms of the earth, I will give you that's if you fall said. down and worship me. That's what he said. And so, that's what these people are doing. And, they, and it's all structured around power and, and the gain, yep. what they can gain. And they know they can get the ultimate gain by falling down and worshiping Satan because God's not going to give us so much that we're going to lose sight of him. He's never going to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, if keeping us a little bit on the poor side is what he has to do to keep our attention, yeah. that's exactly what he's going to do. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. Well, there are really good things in Christianity that if we use them and follow them, uh, it's going to make this uh, walk, this path to heaven a little easier every day, you know, that you keep practicing, you know. Practice, practice, practice. Practice, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, deceived by the Spirit... Lies, 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 and that's what Satan's all about on Monday. Let's go to Tuesday, and <laughs> you will not die. <laughs> you shall not surely die. This was, was this a lie or a, or, or a partial lie or the whole, this is, this is an outright, just blatant lie, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's read uh, Genesis 3, 4. 3, 4. And what are the many different ways this lie has been repeated through the ages? Okay. And the serpent said unto the woman, "Ye shall not surely die." Hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, my bottom pathology line is not obliged to anyone. I'm immortal. <laughs> Modern medicine is, is, is quite the opposite in its revelations, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You're not going to die. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, yeah. So we've got immortality of the soul that's taught still mm-hmm. in our day and age. Uh, they've got reincarnation, uh, and they've got uh, these PMPs that's mentioned down at the bottom, post-material persons. 
Uh, which oh, happens wow. uh, after you die. You know, you float around as a, a ghost, I guess. Oh, you go spirit. to the white light. Yeah, that kind <laughs> oh, of stuff. Oh, uh, gross material persons. Oh, okay. so, That's crazy. <laughs> do you know anybody uh, that has been led uh, away from the, the path, um, believing in the immortality of the soul? Yes. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, in the Bible, quote me one, one story. Oh, in the Bible. Oh, um, that's okay. Sorry, I didn't Hang on. That. I've I've got something. Oh my! <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> so, if we go to Luke eighteen nineteen or nine through fourteen, mm-hmm. it talks about the the publican and the tax collector. Mm-hmm. And the publican was well. We should just go there. Um, he what, was a. What was it again? Luke 18, 9, 9 through 14. Mm-hmm. So here's a, here's a deception of how we are now as work people. Um, it says, The parable and the Pharisee and the publican. And he spake this par- parable unto certain which trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Two men went to the temple to pray. The one was a Pharisee, the other was a publican. Mm-hmm. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I, th- I thank thee. I am not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as the publican. And I fast twice in the week, and I give tithes to all I possess. And the publican standing far off would not lift up so much as his eyes to heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful unto me. I am a sinner. I tell you, this man went to his house justified rather than the other. For every one that exalted himself shall be abased, and he that humble himself shall be exalted. Now, I, I like this because, you know, I, I was reading on, but the bad, too, they, they think they're too bad to be saved, and then you have the other person feels like he's too good to be lost and that's a sad place to be in and and you know all the devils know and they they tremble because they do know that there is a god and i don't want to be i don't want to be thinking i don't want to be yelling out all the stuff i do do good and not really i'd be exalting myself rather than than um falling to my face on the ground and and well which Praise one God. which one was justified which one was justified was the publican yeah, yeah. exactly why because he he had a righteous prayer and well he, he realized, realized he realized what he was yeah and and, so, and and the pharisee he didn't realize he thought yeah. he was holy exactly but well, he was the same <laughs> so so i thought you were going to give an answer to paul's question <laughs> oh yeah. Well, it's a parallel. He'll just have to take it or leave it. Hey, yeah, I like it. I yeah. mean, you know, there's always a, uh, an angle um, that we don't uh, and, and, consider. And this is a now a now. One. Okay, yeah. okay. I was thinking more like um, somebody that got in trouble for not knowing that when you're dead, you're dead. Uh, how about mm-hmm. Saul? Saul? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Can you review that for us, Garrick? Yeah, sure. Yeah, Saul went to the Witch of Endor to inquire of his fate in the battle to come. Oh. And, and uh, of course, she brought up an image which he, which he couldn't see, but he could hear. 
And it was Samuel, and Samuel said, yeah, you're sure, you know, you're going to die in battle. And so, sure enough, he died in battle. So that begs the question, I mean, does that substantiate life after death? Or is that something that she was able to bring up, and perhaps it was a, a, a spirit that, you know, impersonated Samuel? Mm-hmm. And Saul should have well, known better, right? He was actually killing the killing these witches at yeah. one time. yeah. And, and these soothsayers and the, and the, you know, the ones that practice these things. Yeah, it, it just goes to show you how, how, when you depart from God, how much Satan takes control over you. I mean, just look at Saul. He's a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that progression over time of how he fell from God's grace. And it was quick, it seemed like. Mm-hmm, exactly. It's, I'm all the way down through uh, the Greek uh, philosophies and things. Uh, there's a quote in here, for example, in the Republic of Plato, uh, which is um, a book, I believe. Socrates asks Glaucon, are you not aware that our soul is immortal and never perishes? And, you know, it just shows another mm-hmm. part of uh, human history where people are teaching people lousy theology. And they're chewing on it right away. They, they, they just think, oh, wow, maybe I am immortal. Bad idea. Uh, so down here, in, in contrast to the immortality of the soul, which do these verses uh, teach and how can they be used to counter this lie? Uh, I picked out of there, uh, there's a, a whole list of uh, verses um, to answer that question. 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty one through 58. Well, let's go ahead and read that. 1 Corinthians 15, 51 through 58, and then we'll go on to uh, Wednesday's lesson. So, in contrast to immortality of the soul, what do these verses teach? Okay. Behold, I sue you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be risen incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So, when this corruptible shall put on incorruption, and this mortal shall put on immortality, then shall we be brought, will be brought to pass the saying that it is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? Hmm. So, the dead are dead. There is a resurrection, though, thank goodness, uh, for those who follow the Lord, because he's oh, the only, only even the, the wicked, life giver. Even the wicked get resurrected. Yeah, yeah, well. <laughs> there's a, there's a resurrection, no matter what. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Depends on which one you're in. Yeah. Right, right. You want to be in the first resurrection. Yeah. So the thoughts perish with death and uh, the body and soul. Uh, but at any rate, uh, the PMPs down at the bottom, I hadn't heard about that before, the post-material persons is another issue that we deal with the uh, right in this day and age. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Spirit, so Spiritism. Yeah. I like how they, they put their science. It's a, even sciences into that. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just, huh, yeah. it just makes me think, well... That's science. Yep. They even have routine spook shows on TV if you want to go check it out. But uh, no, don't. <laughs> Stay yeah, away right? from that. You know, no, no. and this is almost Halloween, and, and there's just so much mm. people that 
that really fall into this. Mm-hmm. And it's just a paganistic holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems evil bad. to me. <laughs> very evil. Yeah, when, when did uh, Halloween become an American holiday? Yeah, oh, it's all bizarre. Yeah, uh, di- uh, but didn't it kind of come into favor, what, in the early 1900s or something like that? Mm, probably. I, I think I read the history on it at one time. I can't remember how that all went. But, mm-hmm. yeah, Ellen White said that, that immortality of the soul and Sunday sacredness would be the last two great deceptions. Mm, and they're getting those well taught to everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, those yeah. are those are well put in the minds of everybody. Yep. So Wednesday's lesson uh, has titled "Consequences of Sin." Boy, that's a big subject. Uh, you can go all kinds of different directions with that. But I chose for the uh, diagnosis disconnection from God, the Creator. That's the consequence of sin. Mm-hmm. I got the separation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Separation from God. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in the verses that they uh, recommend there, Genesis 3, 7 through 19, and Romans 5, 12, I summarize those, and we can kick it around and talk it further. Uh, change in loyalty happens mm. for the consequences of mm-hmm. sin. Mm-hmm. Uh, your allegiance changes. Yep. Um, hard life and death, you get out of it, basically. Mm. Uh, even Satan, really, you know, his followers uh, are basically just used, you know, f- so that he can, you know, get back at, at hev- heaven for uh, kicking him out. And then uh, degeneration of the world. Do you think the world's degenerate uh, after uh, Satan took over? Yeah. Yeah, what a terrible mess we're in now. Yeah. It's hard to find the truth in yeah, this world. It's buried. Yeah. In so much and you have to look and you have to search. And oh. we'll just look around and just see the confusion. I mean, uh, you know, okay, so our military is overseas fighting these battles. It's almost like, you know, who are they fighting against? You know, because as soon as they destroyed the Taliban, then the opioid trade rises to an all-time high because they were, you know, suppressing the, I mean, you know, without getting too much into it. I don't know much about it anyways, but it just seems like there's so much confusion and like who's right and who's wrong. Well, it turns out nobody's right. And and are seems, they trying to brainwash you <laughs> by yes. saying things over and over and over again? You, you would think. Yeah, why does the news, you know, why do all of the news, hang on, uh, why, uh, why do all of the news uh, say the same things over and over and all over them, again? the same thing. Go ahead. In the Middle East, they were bombing on uh, their mosque days where they were on the Sabbath because they were keeping the Sabbath. And now they only have the stores open on Sunday. That's something to think about. Oh yeah, that was one of the uh, yeah. That was a documentary. So, yeah, we watched watch. this documentary and how. Um, Give it a few years if it hasn't already changed. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, but uh, so in this doc in this documentary, they were they were showing how, and they were showing the side of the of the so called enemy of of the American people at the time during the uh, the Gulf War, mm-hmm. and they would always bomb their cities on Friday, which and is their Saturday. day of worship, mm-hmm. and then on Sunday there would be like this ceasefire. Oh, okay. I you getting it now? Yeah, I got it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it was. So they were using it against. They were them. training yeah. them. Yeah, whether Teaching whether they them. intentionally knew what they were doing or not, that's just how it worked out. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So down at the bottom of uh, Wednesday's lesson, uh, I'm trying to make sure we go through the whole thing this time, <laughs> the, whole, the whole lesson. 
The sad and painful fact is that uh, just as humanity has experienced through all ages, we today suffer the consequences of what happened in Eden. How thankful we can be, though, that because of Jesus and the cross, we have the hope of eternal life in a world where, and I like this, sin will never rise again. Amen. Okay? And with that said, um, we have currently in the world, and in in your lives, I'm sure you can identify with it, uh, a, uh, oh, what is it when when you have a... um, Evil nature. There you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're, we're all plagued with uh, evil nature. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it says uh, down here uh, we have the hope of eternal life in a world where sin will never rise again. Mm-hmm. I was reading, I believe it might have been in Ellen White's writings, uh, where basically when we get there, that evil nature will be taken away from us finally. Okay. Thank the Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for that? Yeah, I'm totally yeah. ready for it. Yeah. I want out of here. I don't know about anyone feels, else, but I feels do. like a constant battle. Yeah. It just always, always. Yeah. So uh, as sin will never rise again, we'll never be plagued by it. We'll never have to worry about uh, somebody lying to you or doing things bad to you or you know somebody trying to overthrow the government of God that doesn't know what he's doing. All of that stuff's going to be done away with. And then, interestingly enough, it was uh, the evil nature will guarantee that it will be taken away from us and we won't have to have to have to deal with that and i like that just like rick was saying and then i guess we also got the wisdom not to go back that way again <laughs> uh yeah yeah what have what have you learned uh about sin while you've been been on this planet lisa you know are you what, what are you going to be glad to leave behind all of it all the sin all lies and deception and people um actually uh what do you call that stereotyping you or uh um i don't know just all of it mm. really and and to have pure love i mean a lot of people here on this earth are are um, they they get hooked on uh, substances like pills or or alcohol because they're sad in their heart and they try to drone it out of their minds mm-hmm. And they're they're just they're medicated, and then you have you have those people that are coping with life. That's how they cope. Then you have the other people who have that are aware, like me, and we have children or grown up sons. We also have their problems, and so it's we could come here with the prayer, and um, we could come and try to teach. We always have their problems with us. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really, um, it's a hard world. It's a hard thing to deal with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we all have the, a hole in our heart that we're all trying to supply, fill. And uh, unless we fill it with Jesus, because it's shaped of Jesus, we'll mm-hmm. never be satisfied. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're all, we're all def- we all have this deficiency. And like you said, um, Ricky, we're all trying to fill it, whether it's with things or drugs or or you know something uh, anything but jesus a- anything but jesus and it could even be, be something that's socially acceptable right mm-hmm. like just being too darn busy and and having too many hobbies or something you know but you're a good person all the way around but you're just neglecting time with god just plain and simple and you're not making that conscious choice because you know god's not going to force our will we have nope. to make that conscious choice to be able to choose him wholeheartedly 
and you know, love them. And that's one of the reasons I think why sin won't return in heaven is because we've already made our choices here on earth. Amen. If, Amen. If, if we're in the valley that's of decision. That's what this whole thing's about, baby. That's it. <laughs> that's it. And yeah. and so. You know, we, we were watching something. I, I'm sorry. I know you want to hurry up. Oh, that's okay. There's this, there's this um, Adventist. This, this woman was named Charlotte. And you can watch her on the on YouTube. Oh, Charlotte's Please watch her on YouTube. And it's her testimony. Charlotte's testimony. And she was in the Catholic Church when she was 16. And I think she escaped there. Um, and I think she was really old because she had gray hair and she was... She broke her arm she escaping. She broke her arm escaping, oh, yeah. 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 Jumping over the fence. Charlotte's testimony. Now, mm-hmm. she said she lived her whole life there. Serving, yeah. supposedly serving God with her life and never knew him. And then she, when she left, she ended up at an Adventist ranch where they took her in, two elderly people, and they, t- they were telling her about God and showing her in the Bible. And she said she fell so head over heels for God. Amen. Um, Amen. But she was sought out and eventually, you know, because she was, she, she was murdered. She was murdered. Mm, but yeah. I, I recommend that story. Well, our next, her next thought is just seeing yes, Jesus. So that's exactly. It. It. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Well, let's go on to. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I, I like. She has opposite thinking, and I, I, I like that. <laughs> I like that because it's sometimes you can really see an angle that you don't see right off the bat. <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, Thursday's lesson: the first gospel promise. What's gospel mean? Uh, the good, good news. news. Good news. What's the good news? Jesus about Christ. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Jesus, Jesus died for our sins. Our okay. salvation. Yep. And mm-hmm. um, my uh, bottom line there was God provided a way. Amen. That's awesome. Yep. For us to mm-hmm. find our way back to Him. And uh, so um, in Genesis three fifteen and 21, we have deliverance from sin, salvation, and eternal life to those who obey. And... Uh, that evil nature will make it possible for us to obey perfectly for the rest of uh, uh, eternity after God takes it away from us. We don't have to deal with that anymore. I'm looking forward to that. Yes. Yes. No more uh, falling to temptation and all that, and I'll be glad to hear that. Amen. And uh, down a little bit in the lesson, and I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. That was that first gospel promise. Amen. And uh, what does enmity mean, if you can even pronounce that? (laughs) Enmity is hatred. Okay, hatred. Mm -hmm. Or what other things does enmity mean? Well, I've always kind of... Departed. Separated or something, kind of separate. Yeah, if you go into the uh, dictionary, uh, it's a mile long. All mm. the things oh, really? that uh, enmity means. Uh, you might want to look it up just for fun. Yeah. But um, the word enmity in Hebrew, eba, uh, I hope I said that right, implies not only a long-lasting cosmic controversy between good and evil, but also a personal repulsion. I like that. Personal repulsion to sin, which has been implanted by God's grace Amen. in the human mind. Uh-huh. Has that happened already, or is that in the future? No, no, that's no. We, happened. It, I, I know in my mind, the idea of sin it, it sometimes looks very attractive, mm-hmm. you know. And and so, I mean, there are sins that I've I've turned my back on, and and they're very unattractive. 
But there are still some sins that, you know, I struggle with. But but there are sins, like you said, that are unattractive that you once enjoyed. And is that aren't that how we're supposed to become as mm-hmm. we're living like Jesus mm-hmm. to where the sins that we used to enjoy, we can't stand no more? Well, and, and the thing of it is, is well, I was, you know, e- even when I was living in sin, you know, those same sins were, I, I hated them then. Mm-hmm. You know, I had gotten to a point where I hated them then. It, was, it wasn't until, you know, um, that I rediscovered who Jesus was and, and the salvation hope. that, you know, the hope and, the, yeah. and all the promises that come with his deliverance. And that deliverance from that lifestyle, Amen. That, was, that was huge. Yep. Now, isn't it funny... You know, you know sin's bad. You know what it did to you in the past, but it still has this alluring effect. You know, you know, not like I'm, you know, actively struggling with any of those, you know, things anymore. But, uh, but you're always there's always something that Satan puts in front of you. Satan knows how to get to you. That can cause a struggle. That causes that 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 battle. And especially right now, since we're at the very, very, very end, you don't want no one to be saved. So he's going to constantly. If he knows we're walking with the Lord, which he knows, he's going to be constantly after us. Yeah, that's right. You know, you could find yourself in a store or something, and there's always music, but it could be the song that you like or the type of music. He starts tapping your hand or your foot, and or you know the words, and you're thinking about the words. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's a struggle, yeah, because you know there was. In my opinion, back in the seventies, there was no better sixties and seventies. There was no better music, and it was kind of like, oh yeah, that music has got <laughs> such good rhythm and such good, you know, everything. And you hear that, and you know, it's going to pollute your mind, but it sounds so good, you know. And you yeah. and you have to force yourself to turn from it, you know. Mm-hmm. The Pied Piper, he knows <laughs> the Pied Piper. <laughs> but uh, already told me a, a story one time about that she's into music. I am kind of a big way, so I'm 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 exposed to it every day. Praise the Lord. Paul's wife plays the organ, and for anybody that doesn't know, <laughs> yeah, 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 she's awesome too. <laughs> yep, she's good at it. <laughs> yeah, and she said that uh, there was a story about a uh, a, rec- a recording artist who um, had been coached in their musical career, and that uh, the, some of the coaches were saying. That uh, you know what you're at in a specific situation between a, a singer and this this um, uh, person who's going to advertise and sell their their music. That uh, be aware, there's going to be more than just fame and fortune with this. You are actually going to with your song with your song that made it on the hit list. There will be a um, demon that will come along. And helped sell that song. And I I, I said, no, are you kidding? He said, yeah. And I heard a a actual, it wasn't a confession, but it was a a person who was a recording artist actually give their experience where once they started becoming famous and that that particular song became uh, very, very uh, prominent, their whole life, it's like the lights went out. And now they're just being led to do that one song to keep doing. You have become a puppet. Mm-hmm. I sold my soul, soul for, for rock, rock and roll. roll. It's a documentary yeah. 
I, I don't know if you can find it on YouTube still. It used to be in VHS tape. And we would show that to people, and it's a mind blower. So, so my favorite song was uh, was um, Patsy Cline and um, uh, what's her name? Loretta Lynn. Loretta Lynn. Mm-hmm. She actually didn't make that song. She had a sore throat. She couldn't sing. She. Um, this is her words. This is her words. She's talking. She's being interviewed, and she says, "I couldn't go out there, but all of a sudden, she went to a seance with Patty, I Patsy Cline. I went to a seance." I I felt something enter my body. Jeez. I went out she sang and I Cole sung that song. Oh no way! So if you so that song and her vocals, that was something else. So you think and what an innocent song. I mean, coal miner's daughter. It's got such mm-hmm. such grit and roots, and you know, to the American way yeah. and everything else. And no, that was composed and written by. Yeah, by I demons. believe it. I believe it. It's, uh, it's so. Mm. But looks like we're out of time, guys. Paul, thank you. Yes, thanks, Paul. Thank Once you. again, a great lesson. It's <laughs> always fun. And um, it's it's a little chore to keep us on on track sometimes. I know. I know. <laughs> no, Sorry. baby, no. You did fine. fine. <laughs> we're all guilty. Yeah, we're all guilty of it. And uh, listen, um, you know, I forgot that uh, to mention any free giveaways. Well. We don't have any new free giveaways today, but we do, uh, we're still offering the great controversy in those three magazines that we offered prior, uh, by the amazing facts. And, uh, you guys can email us at, uh, prophecymontana at gmail.com. Uh, Bertha will put it up here on the screen for you guys. And you can also reach us through the Facebook, uh, webpage and you can contact us through that as well. And if you're still having trouble contacting us, just shoot us a message. We'll we'll get back to you, and we'll send these free of charge. Just all we need is your address. And uh, thanks, Ricky. Yeah, yeah. For your participation, and thank you, Lisa. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> Paul's right. No, you know I'm I'm used to the conversation because she does. She'll she she has like a unique way of of communicating. She'll she looks like she's way off in left field. But it pertains somehow. She's able to bring it in. I think it's awesome. Yeah, there is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a very unique way of communicating. But uh, yeah, so thanks, Bertha, for thank you. Yeah, all thanks, you do for us, and and thank you guys. You guys are the reason why you're, we're mm-hmm. doing this. Keep us in your prayers, and um, and with that, we're going to sign out. So all right, all right. I'm through standing in line